Or I'm also a clumsy fucking bastard. So <laughs> I don't know. We got other CDs. Uh, thankfully, I put the CD in the thing. But the look at that. I know. I know. I can you do that again? I know. <laughs> my bon- my bony little skinny little boy ass looking like that. Well, had the power. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Um, oh yes, music. Um, we started uh, that off with uh, Hedgehog, the Sublimbal Criminal, The Undead, The Way We Behave, uh, with um, uh, Mr. Steele from uh, one of the uh, original members of the Misfits uh, doing his other thing. 
PED, which is um, premature ejectile dysfunction, I think is what it stands for. I am the fan. And it was this um, individual from like <laughs> so like with some music from like a show. Um, tell about the the new theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um there was a t- there was like a ton of these. There was I think five of these actually. Um, in total, it's called uh, Shredder Records. It put out a, a lot of music in like the eighties and nineties, or mostly nineties. Um, but it, it, Shredder Records. Spreading the world, so they would like showcase. And actually, Jawbreaker's first vinyl release ever was like the Bay Area, mm. and uh, so uh, I got I, I picked up the New Jersey one, which is um, also good. <laughs> Maybe not worth quite as much as the Jersey one, but uh, I got a good deal on it. There's some good music on it. Um, me and Buddy are both. Uh, what? Prior a priori. Too much to hope for, and then we switched over to Quincy Punk with Darby Ray and Marta, so we could flip them. Compilation. Picked back up with Sticks and Stones, was the song "The Lot." Separate piece. Separate piece. We're live on the radio, and people are asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. The live to the You're restroom welcome. starts right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I miss that. Yes, we have some uh, new visitors here <laughs> at the station, and uh, you, you are welcome. Welcome to join us here and uh, take part in our restroom. <laughs> It's a pretty nice. Uh, as far as as far as bathrooms go on the mission, we're you know public restrooms on the mission. We're public restrooms are pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saying we're we're like top ten at Prime least. At least. Yeah. yeah, where the fuck was I? Okay, Quincy Punk with Darby was a martyr. Sticks and Stones with the lot. Separate piece with the song Deed. Um, and the Parasite, Never Giving Up on You, which was this was on um a New Jersey compilation. And I've played uh, the Parasite before under the guise of, like, they're Bay Area pop punks. And um, they were, because I consider, like myself, a Bay Area pop punk. Um, you're a little more grounded here, I guess, in the Bay Area than I am. But I, I, ca- I consider, like, the fans that you brought into the Bay Area to be just as valid. As, uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was one of their um, – yeah, apparently he just, like, started over. He gave them a couple guys who were Taught him their songs and followed him into the the, the darkness. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you gotta do. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Hey, you're, oh, you're telling me you gotta move from the east coast to the west coast, change everything, but keep it the same? Too awful. Well versed in that. I've dabbled in a bit here. And then we follow that up with uh, Four House of Representatives, which I think is. <laughs> it's like it, it's a great name. That's kiss. <laughs> and they were like a very politically like like angsty crazy punk band. They were ahead of their time, I think. Um I I, I think they're just really underrated and um yeah, that was like let Freedom Ring 
that's like brain pulling on the between them and Rain. <laughs> Not rain and blood. No. This is rain. Other rain. And we follow that up with misery, pain, and suffering. Which is, um. Hold on a second. I gotta. I just had to become the, like, after school. <laughs> on some shit. Hey! Um, where were we? Misery, pain, and suffering. And followed by civil disobedience. Planet of faith. Faith not in sight. Um, those are two um, Minneapolis bands that I was really close to. Uh, Misery lived up the street from me. They had Captain Obvious. They were always like super crusty red mullet uh, road warrior punk rock band. So when the dorky ass You know, we, we, you know, I swear to God, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I was never punched at that. Day. We had a lot of parties, but there was a lot of people. But man, they just, I, I brought down the, the punk rock scene with these guys. And civil disobedience, um, equally as crusty, equally as messed up. Um, um, this is off their. Uh, what's the name of the seven? Uh, a few hours of madness. So great. Their their full length album was okay, I think. But um, I actually, um, when this band broke up, I usurped uh, their guitar. <coughs> the guitarist didn't, uh, Matt didn't stick around too long. Kevin did. It was basically rhythm section. Kevin was playing drums. And um, we, Kevin basically was like, dude, I'm tired of playing. And it was a lot of fun. Found this in the bargain bin of punk rock seven inch. Yeah, it's kind of funny to like have have one like return <laughs> after so many of these like the same like marbled little vinyl and everything. It's just great shape. Um, it was great. And then I figured we built built up between Hedgehog and Civil Disobedience. It was a direct punk rock. So I, th- I figured uh, Roy Orbison talked about his mom. Mama. Um, at least he can spell it right. Um, <laughs> right. My favorite tattoo artist, apparently. That's why my arm says Mama Tried. Instead of Mama Tried. But <laughs> I'll, I'll live with it. Um, there's really no way to fix it at this That's point. That's how you knew me. I did not want that to happen. <laughs> I was a single man without a spell checker. Well, me and Spencer were like, the spell like tried, tired, tried. Just Google that. But we're like both two guys with a mama. Mama is not hard on your I've been to the MoMA. <laughs> oh, mama. And then, yeah, we went into. And, um. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I was looking behind me. Like, 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 
Oh yeah. <laughs> the instrumental uh, more Japanese tour. Like oldest one was like fourteen. Yeah. There's your mom. Or like thirty seven. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, right. Um But yeah, we had a great show with uh, Japanese band. Also, I was listening to Yes, didn't have my headphones on. What she said was sweet, though. She goes, in my country, because we said yes, you can use the bathroom. She goes, in my country, there is the sun. While she said that, I just said, "Give her this." Shaking my head no. <laughs> but um, so I found this uh, on Spotify or whatever or something like that. I wanted to start playing more music and start going out walking. And then I was listening to it, and I was like, I have honestly just kept my head down. Like, when I was listening to it, I was like, maybe down five, four feet or something. Like, they played a little bit of this. Right. And didn't play the actual song. Really feels robbed. Not in that, like, reason wanting them more, but more in that, like, playing it like this. And I was like, oh, yeah, we got this on Play the Fucking so, it's like Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy.
their food. Talking lots of shine. Some turkeys in the rain. Killing heads with pride. Fancy little fools with fancy little ways. Churning bullshit in the butter because butter always pays. But who's the bigger fool? Is it the fool?
motherfucking spit.
that I, I'm not gonna lie, Claudia came. I, I could have kept it just between me and Claudia, but um. Uh, no, no, um, Jeez Louise, that was the the makeup for their version of Hey Joe, which we all know is a Jimi Hendrix song or whatever for the most part, but that's actually an old, like, uh, blues song that's um, been done a million times over, and it's actually public domain. But it, it, you yourself at home can do your own version of Hey Joe and then share it with the world without any copyright infringement. But that is the only version where it ends out, ends up happening. Like, hey, Joe, you down in Mexico? Come back home. <laughs> when you come back home, knock on my door. You're going to ask Claudia, I got a little misty. I was like, the loaf got McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, I've never heard this version <laughs> until now, really. You know, he didn't kill the woman. He just went and took a little break, you know. <laughs> and they're going to work it out. That's, that is so much fucking better than the original version. I think the original, I mean, the original version, of course, has its merit. I'm not going to argue that, but, like, it was a very, very sweet version of that song. <laughs> and um, the makeup. Um, um, I, I saw them open up for Sonic Youth. Um, uh, Clay Neely came out for that. So uh, it was a Sonic Youth, uh, the makeup, and some new band called uh, Yola Tango was the name they gave it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I've seen like Yola Tango. Never really got into it. Good for appreciate Good for the people that do. But anyways, the makeup, I was like, holy shit. This reminds me of like Ace of Ulysses. And I was like, holy shit, this is like members of Nanogram from the old Discworld. The crew pulled them out. And they're they're so much fun. And I saw them in Minneapolis twice too. And like they were just such a great live live experience. But um yeah, they 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 gave us some uh some uh hey Joe. I guess we'll b- or we'll work backwards. What do we do from there? Passion fruit, like a spitting. That's the one. From there, we did Ramones, Rock and Roll High School. I, I dedicate that one to my son Show. He just started uh, last week. Started his freshman year in school. He's a man, man. He's, <laughs> he's almost a man. Yeah, he's a strapping young man, but um, I could also tell just like uh, just in the last week, how was school? You know, because <laughs> <laughs> when it was summertime, like, how you doing? Oh, great, great. You know, we 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 would chat it up or something. Now it's like school's like, oh, your teachers, how's school? And I'm like, <laughs> and he falls asleep around nine thirty. Six years. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure right there. Backing up, uh, we have the resonance with the act of being polite. The commercial album is the, the best 60 seconds you're going to get all day, but uh, that's what I tell Claudia every night. The commercial album is like the best production point because it's like they're minute they're minute long songs and they're not you know like abbreviated or anything they're they're full songs yeah there's 21 minutes on that album but um thank god thank god the fucking cd was on the way because i said i I said 
upside down, and apparently had it. It like exploded. So it, was, <laughs> it like it, that would have. Cr- look at look at that. That would like the cracks it on both sides. That would have cracked the CD. You gave like, that like damn a it. cartoon cigar and it just like. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and then there's a. Uh, physics, physics. Oh no, there's a uh, forty song, forty song on this album. So that was like physics. Like you hit like just the right point. Lucky I didn't lose an eye. Or that was um well it depends on what you want to call it. Um Jihad Jerry and the Evildoers is uh, the way I, I understood the album when it first came out. Some people thought that that was like oh, Islamophobic or whatever. It was a it was an album that came out like just after nine eleven and it was about holy war. He played two characters in that film. The American and the Christians and the Muslims and this whole little thing about the holy war. When they 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 did the reissue for Record Store Day and put it out on vinyl, they just said Gerald Casale or whatever. And, and and I've even had arguments with like Mandalorian stuff like, oh that that's a structural material and that's horrible. No, like extremists on both sides, you know, like you, when you're an atheist, it's like you know, like talking shit about Christians. Or Muslims are no, is no different. It's like, oh God, these people with these, ridiculous. these ridiculous fairy tales in their fucking head. Like, you know, I don't discriminate against these people or anything. But it's like, yeah, you for two thousand years or better, you, your your people have been teaching you to like accept things as fact with no evidence. Then you get QAnon. Then you get suicide bombs. Illiterate fucking fundamentalists. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Including our own. <laughs> yeah, especially our own, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, that, that was a song. Um, Gerald Casale actually opened up a little bit in that song and uh, talked about a, a hooker he used to see in San Francisco. And uh, I, left my, I left my heart in San Francisco and I burned my wallet and my money, too. It, it, it was just, you know, I can see why Mark was like, "Hey, that's not a Devo song. Like, <laughs> right. Maybe that's a solo project song." But um, fuck you, Corey. I think I, I think it's 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 perfectly acceptable for for Jericho uh, Solid to to uh, oh, they got a great song on the album. I, th- I thought about playing Danger, but Danger is actually a way better song. But um. He's got a army girls gone wild. <laughs> army girls gone wild, and it's about Abu Ghraib in prison. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's Danger, but uh, before that was Primus, Follow the Fool, which is uh, it's like that. Uh, new album. Yeah, yeah, that new uh, EP. Um, we only got one more song to play off that, and we'll probably do it next week because you know how the fuck I am. Play pool, so. But um, yeah, follow the fool, which is actually kind of right along with what I was saying about yeah, following the yeah yeah yeah. Um, but off their uh, paranoid EP, got that in the mail the other day. It was a beautifully marbled colored vinyl. Um, pretty sweet. Um, before that it was.
Oh, that album that was my favorite. Like, yeah, my, my favorite, favorite Bowie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to sing. I always thought I sung that to to my son Phil when he was a little kid, like a little baby. Like, when he was a little baby, he'd be like, "Yes, sir." And I, I, I stood by it. Like, and if, and if the homework brings you down, you throw it at the fire, put the car down, put the <laughs> right. Like, there were times I remember, like, "Wait, you got homework tomorrow?" Fuck that. We're going to the movies. We're going to the Metreon and watching some fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> We're not doing no homework, man. I'll, I'll talk to your teacher. Send me a check in the mail. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, this will roll off your back. And then um, the oldest, the dirtiest, the bastard of all. <laughs> ODB. <laughs> we were at a We've been, we've been uh, well, we can at least get through three gratitudes, and then we'll see if we can get through one more. This is the tri-gratitude set, <laughs> starting off with Oingo Boingo.
Bada bing, bada boom. Gotta get on that. The clock. Boingo, boingo with gratitude. Beastie Boys with gratitude. Earth, wind, and fire. Simple gratitude. Howdy folks, this is Finch bringing you another episode of Always Free, the online live streaming radio show and podcast by, for, and about people that like to go to rainbow gatherings. You can listen to Always Free every week on Mutiny Radio by going to mutinyradio.fm on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. San Francisco time, that's Pacific time, and if you miss the live broadcast, you can listen to this episode and any past episodes from the last two years by going to wherever you get your podcasts from and searching for the podcast Always Free. That's one word spelled A-L-L-W-A-Y-S-F-R-E-E. This week's episode, we're going to continue our deep dive into the media produced at the Rainbow Gathering in Colorado, the 50th annual Rainbow Family Gathering of the Tribes that just concluded at the beginning of this July. So we're going to be hearing some stuff in the form of TikTok videos, uh, YouTube videos, and news articles that were written uh, about the gathering during the time. We're also going to be hearing some sound recordings, field recordings from Tenali that were recorded at the gathering, as well as some field recordings that he made of ambient nature sounds also at the gathering. You just heard a recording titled Nothing by Sam from Serenity Ridge. And up next is a song by Dharmica. So enjoy the following music and articles, and welcome home.
Best Hitchhikers of All Time, Story from the Archives, July 6, 2021, by Sarah Moose. Best Hitchhikers of All Time. Alec picked up three scruffy, dirty hippie kids and their scruffy, dirty dog in late May of 2010. He had gone into Iowa City for art supplies and called me just before sunset to let me know he was bringing home guests. I was thrilled. I trusted Alec's taste in people, and even before I had met them, I hoped that these travelers would inspire Alec to invest in my nomadic dreams. I drove to the local grocery store with a smile on my heart. I was going to load these kids down with as much comfort and love as we could afford. Into the cart went pouches of premium wet dog food, tampons, band-aids, juice boxes. Poor choice in retrospect, juice boxes are heavy. Toothpaste and toothbrushes and more. At home, I cleared as much as I could from our humble living room to give more space for sitting, and I set out a fresh roll of toilet paper in the bathroom. By pure luck, I had just washed all our towels the day before, so if the kids wanted showers, they wouldn't all have to share one increasingly damp and dirty towel. I heard them arrive before I saw them. Alec's truck crunched over the gravel in our parking lot, and the traveler's dog started barking. I leaned over our balcony to get a good look at our guests. Guy and a girl were climbing out of the bed of Alec's truck. Guy, wearing a green bandana, had the dog's leash clipped to his belt loop. He lifted the dog, knee-height long-haired breed uh, with a multicolored coat, out of the bed and clipped the leash back on. The girl with shoulder-length dreadlocks adorned with pop tabs, bottle caps, and what looked like house keys was carrying a ukulele case. Alec was chatting back and forth with the third member of the group, another guy, this one with brown hair, tied into a short, sloppy ponytail. Alec made the introductions. The green bandana guy was Greeley. The girl of the group was Denna. The ponytail guy was Porter. Most importantly, the dog's name was Sweet Lady. Up close, I could see she was some sort of Australian shepherd mix with sparkling blue eyes. Alec and I had already talked about getting a dog, and Lady just made me want one even more. While Alec ordered pizzas for the assembled group, I got a short rehash of the traveler's story. They were all from different West Coast cities, and they'd been hitchhiking together since they met in Boulder, Colorado, and they were on their way east to a rainbow gathering in Pennsylvania. Along the way, Denna played the ukulele for tips while Greeley and Porter went dumpster diving for supplies. Lady had come aboard as a package deal with Porter, but they thought of her as their collective companion and put one. Right on cue, Lady presented the side of her head to me as if to say, Here, human, scratch this side. Greeley grinned. Pizzas arrived and disappeared in short order. Denna asked to use our computer to look up chords for new songs to play on her ukulele. As she searched and scribbled, Greeley pulled out a much-loved leather-bound journal and proceeded to take me and Alec on a tour through their memories as a group. They had only been together a few short weeks, but they had already amassed enough autographs and drawings and musings and poems to fill half the book. Occasionally, Porter or Denna would interrupt Greeley's narrative with a pop-up memory. All I could see were his eyes, Greeley told us, pointing to a drawing. We were camped out in a stand of trees in eastern Nebraska. See here, they were too far apart to be a bear's eyes, but they were too high up to be any kind of cat. I still say it was Bigfoot, remarked Denna. Greeley lowered his voice. Probably just another rainbow kid or a local farmer or something. Never know. I remembered to offer the kids showers. They all looked around at each other, communicating through shrugs and glances. Porter spoke up. We appreciate the offer, but we'd rather just spend the time with the two of you. Water is whatever. It's common. I sniffed back a tear as I reached for Alec's hand. There was no way he could resist the lure of the open road now. Denna graced us with a few new ukulele songs, and Alec would strum along here and there on his electric bass. 
Porter and Greeley listened to a couple of my circus stories, but I kept getting distracted by petting Lady. It was all I could do to resist curling up on the floor and burying my face in her soft fur. I wanted them to stay forever, and I wanted to pack a backpack each with me and Alec and follow them to the ends of the earth. I was so happy I could hardly breathe. At last, someone realized it was long past midnight. Alec offered them our floor for the night, but again, through that nonverbal system of glances and shrugs, they decided that they wanted to get moving. Hyped up. Well, at least let me move you on down the road a little ways. The border of Iowa and Illinois is only about 100 miles from here. I looked at Alec for approval, and he smiled. Porter was surprised, in spite of all of his talk about the apparent generosity of his friend. Did you do that? Drive us into Illinois and then just turn around to come home? Sure, I replied. Just a few months ago, I was driving 500 miles every weekend just to be with Alec. In my hand, a heartbeat of love. First, you have to sh sign the book and draw us something, Porter told us. Alec took the book first and sketched a quick likeness of Lady laying on our floor while I fished around for my camera. All I could think to draw was a slice of pizza, but I got a good group shot of our dinner guests. It was a tight fit, the five of us plus one dog, a two-door 2008 Pontiac my dad had started buying for me the year before he died. All the backpacks plus all the additional supplies had to be stowed in the trunk, but pretty soon we were cruising down I-80 with the sunroof open, soaking up that fresh, almost summer breeze. All too soon, we had crossed the Mississippi River, and I looked for a good place to pull over in Moline, Illinois. By now, it was past 2 a.m., and the streets were empty. I asked the traveling kids for suggestions. Gas stations are always good, offered Dana. More cars, more chances to go further east. The others agreed. I found a well-lit gas station and shut off the car. I was sniffing back real tears now. I had only known Greeley, Dana, Porter, and Lady for six hours, but I had grown very attached to them. I didn't want to see them go. Everyone was a little quiet as we unpacked the trunk. Is there anything else you need, asked Alec, gesturing at the gas station lobby. We're good, my man. You and your wife have given us plenty already, was Greeley's reply, laying both of his hands on Alec's shoulders. I was stunned. Usually Alec hated being touched by anyone who wasn't his friend. One more round of hugs. I had to nestle my fingers deep into Lady's coat one more time. Take good care of your people, Lady, I intoned seriously, my voice cracking. Alex slipped one hand around my waist and kissed me. And before helping me into the passenger seat, we waved our last goodbyes to the traveling kids, and Alex steered us back onto the highway. I was a sobbing mess. You're going to be okay, Alex murmured. They're going to remember you for the rest of their lives. They're going to remember that you packed them first aid supplies and brought them dog food. I smiled weakly, trying my hardest to feel reassured. Then I broke into a warbling wail. I want to go with them. They're our people. Alec kept his left hand on the steering wheel and clutched both my hands with his right. I know, but we can't right now. Not right now. Now I understand why you loved road life so much. Four miles passed as my tears subsided and I caught my breath. We were coming up on the exit for the world's largest truck stop. Alec took the exit and said, Come on, let's get some coffee. The 24-hour diner was positively cavernous, occupied by only a single waitress and one trucker in a booth. Alec and I sat across from each other, shivering on the cold vinyl cushions. We glanced up at the neon-lit specials board when the waitress came to take our order. Get your kids something to drink? Pot of coffee and two mugs, please, Alec told her. Still have those cobblers on the board? Apple or peach? Apple for me, you? Alec lifted his chin at me. Peach, please. A la mode, our waitress asked. Yes, please, we both drank. We laughed. Sometimes I could hardly believe what we were. 
actual adults living in our own apartment. Sometimes things were so simple and easy, I could almost imagine we were high school sweethearts at a little corner diner in some leave-it-to-beaver-imaginary hometown somewhere. I had a dream about this, Alex said when the luggage had arrived. I had a dream that I bought you pie. We were supposed to be supposed to take those kids to Illinois. I relaxed into my coffee and ate some apples. Really delicious. Thank you. I trusted Alec absolutely, not just as my soulmate, but also as a spiritual authority. He had dreams, visions. He had access to a world I could barely imagine. It was nearly 4 a.m. by the time we made it back to our apartment. Without Greeley, Denna, Porter, and Lady, it was a vast and empty. Aside from the furniture I had moved out of the way earlier and the empty pizza boxes, there was no sign they had even been there. I had one group picture on my digital camera and a hole in my heart. But I looked at Alec with renewed adoration. He had given me an incredible gift. He understood me better than ever. In all likelihood, we'd never see those kids again. But I believed that sooner rather than later, we'd be on the road ourselves, making new memories and part of an even grander journey. It's Thursday, June 30th. This is the Yamper River is open for tubing in Steamboat Springs. Life vests are recommended. No disposable containers like cans and glass bottles are allowed on the river. Please keep it clean. Don't leave any trash or tubes out there. The best drop-off spot for private tubing is at Fetcher Park. Steamboat Resort opens for summer operations today. We'll continue through Labor Day. This includes rides on the gondola, hiking tours, land-up activities, and dining at Rowdy's Barbecue and the Oasis Sun Deck. Sunset Happy Hour is also tonight, starting around 5 Season pass holders for the upcoming season can ride the gondola for free. It's $25 for non-pass holders. Coca-Cola Movies on the Mountain starts Saturday up on the lawn at Torian Plum Plaza near the base. The movie is Parent Trap starts around dusk at 8.50 p.m. The Rainbow Gathering officially starts Friday, but about 2,500 people have already arrived. Cars were lined up down the dirt roads in Moffat County, headed into northwest Route County for the gathering last night. It's on National Forest land up in a meadow. Camps and kitchens are along the ATV trail there. Chris Kelly lives in Hawaii most of the year. He was loading up a cart full of food and supplies to take up the trail to his campsite. I camp with a group called Serenity Ridge, and we are clean and sober rainbow family, people that used to be addicts and now don't use alcohol or drugs. We hold recovery meetings twice a day. We have a clean and sober camping space for people that feel that might be more their lifestyle. We also met Tanali Rennick, who took us on a tour of some of the kitchens and camps. One was called Lovin' Ovens, where they make pizzas and pastries. Rainbow well, Gathering well, is like boot camp for the soul. Everybody's welcome to come. The U.S. Forest Service expects about 10,000 people for the gathering, which is officially July 1st through 7th. Officers were checking cars as they drove into the area. Philip Anderson is the new president of the Colorado Cattlemen's Association. Anderson is a rancher from Walden, 117th person to serve as president of the group. Dr. Celine Wicks will be the acting superintendent of the Steamville Springs School District until a new one can be hired. She's currently the principal at Strawberry Park Elementary.
County Beat, June 28th meeting. The Herald Times, June 30th, 2022, by Nikki Turner. DHS update. Newly hired Department of Human Services Director Nabila Mason updated the board at steps taken to improve the current situation at DHS, where the department is down to one certified child caseworker after Moffat County DHS said they didn't want to continue a partnership with RBC set up under previous commissioners. Mason said they have contracted with Audrey Johnson, a case supervisor in Kiowa County, recommended by County Attorney Don Stearman. Johnson's expertise in all areas of social services is anticipated to bring beneficial resources to the department, particularly while Mason completes her Colorado certification. Mason also said Garfield and Rio Blanco are in the process of merging a team to help fill in gaps in service. Fairfield Department Update. Bruce Baer, who supervises the Fairfield Center and Fairfield Apartments, updated the board on improvements to the apartments and the development of a five-year plan for updates and improvements to the county-managed property, which also houses DHS and RBC Public Health. Baer said they've updated six apartments in the past year, and two more will be coming open soon, noting the amount of turnover is unusual. Remodels and upgrades are focused on improving safety for the senior residents who rent the apartments. Rainbow Family Gathering. Sheriff Anthony Mazzola said RBC narrowly missed being chosen as the site for the 50th anniversary of the Rainbow Family Gathering, which begins this weekend in Route County. Mazzola said the group, whose annual gatherings on the forest are technically illegal, hold a meeting in the spring to decide where the summer event will be. 90% of the time, where they meet in the spring is where they decide to stay, he said. That spring meeting was held on the far northeast edge of Rio Blanco County near Sheriff's Reservoir. A few thousand people have already made their way to the site, with as many as 10 to 15,000 expected. Putting quite a bit of stress on the towns nearby, Mazzola said, as the group relies heavily on public services. Fire risk. More typical monsoon pattern this summer means there are no big concerns over the dryness yet when it comes to fire restrictions, though agencies are having fire restriction calls weekly to review conditions. Grant funding. 
Budget and Finance Director Janae Stanworth asked the board for direction concerning grant funding that is under the commissioner's purview following a request last week from the Grangely Outdoor Museum. Under the previous board grant, funds from use tax, CCITF, Colorado Capital Improvement Trust Funds, and CDGF, Commissioner's Discretionary Grant Funds, were limited to emergency requests only. Stanworth asked the board with two new commissioners if they wanted to consider changing that and said she had been working with Stearman on a score sheet to evaluate future grant applications. Commissioner Gates said, I would not have an issue with taking that off of emergency use only and opening it up to where people can apply and we can help our community partners out with the funds that we have. Commissioner O'Hearn asked what limits would be placed on the grant funding. Stearman said it would be case-by-case decision-making, which is what you were supposed to do with funds allocated based on their impact on the county. Regular meeting? During the regular meeting, Paul Miller, CPA, presented his audit report on the county's financials. His report is available on the county's website in the June 28th agenda packet. Commissioners approved a deeded easement with Elk Creek Ranch on County Road 8. Previously, the county had a prescriptive easement. Stearman said the change cleans it up for everybody. O'Hearn was named board chair pro temp and community services block grant advisory representative for the remainder of 2022. Love was named representative to the Emergency Governments of Northwest Colorado and the Yampa White Green Nation Roundtable. Gates was named as rep for the county investment policy. Road and Bridge Director Scott Marsh was appointed to the Northwest Colorado Transportation Planning Commission. Commissioners approved multiple MOUs for DHS contracted services and approved a supplemental budget resolution. The next Board of County Commissioners meeting is scheduled for Tuesday, July 12th at the Rio Blanco County Courthouse in Meeker with work sessions preceding the regular meeting at 11 a.m. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know I am safe, made it to Colorado, made it to the gathering. On the side note, the federales decided to be pulling everybody over and I got hit. So, take a look and see what the news lines and everything that are going on and see how rough and tough they really are being with everybody who's just trying to gather for peace and love. Anyways, I'm down at Signal. I wanted my folks to everybody know I am okay. And when I go back up, I'm not going to have Signal for a while. I have court tomorrow, so for the highest best self, I hope this works. I've never had to deal with anything like this in my life. But uh, I love you guys and peace out from being. Born at the Rainbow Gathering. They're eight years old. Where are they? You know who I'm talking about. What are your names again? What are your names again?
officially starts tomorrow, June 30th, 2022, Bigfoot 99 News. This year's gathering of the Rainbow Family in the Route National Forest just over the Wyoming state line officially starts tomorrow. Attendees have been amassing at Adams Park for the last two weeks. Some have arrived in run-down hippie-style school buses true to their stereotype, others in late model pickups, RVs, and sedans. Depending on whom you talk to in person or online, live, off the land, or by handout, the counterculture group resembles either the Partridge family or the Manson family. Carbon County Emergency Manager Lenny Lehman toured the scene on Monday when about 2,000 so-called rainbows were on site. Lehman said after talking with law enforcement officers in Steamboat, he was apprehensive about what he would find on his tour. Lehman said the attendees he encountered appeared friendly. And, uh, you know, just some of that, you know, the, the, the one percenters of the, of the bad people uh, kind of made me feel a little bit uneasy, like, wow, you know, what, what, what is this going to be like? But absolutely, as I drove through, keeping in mind, I drove through probably from noon to 2 p.m., noon to, you know, 1,400. Mm -hmm. um, uh, very friendly. As, as I drove over, there's a bunch of people walking on the road trying to get to their, their I think, their end destination. Uh, they all all waved uh, the different groups that I kind of drove through. They they parted, waved, were smile you know smiling very friendly. Um, so the ones that I encountered just kind of driving through, um, they seemed very friendly and, and very cordial and, and accommodating. Got off the side of the road as, as I came through, um, but I did not stop and, and have conversations or engage them other than a, a smile and a hand wave through the windshield. Service has deployed a large contingent of law enforcement officers to the scene to make sure the 50th anniversary gathering of the group stays peaceful. Lehman drove from Hayden, Colorado to encampment on Monday. He described what he saw along the way. I came home via uh, Hayden, uh, California Park, Adams Park, Battle Mountain, and then back to encampment. So I kind of drove through that whole area. On Monday, there was a they were estimating about 2,000 uh, people. My impression of the area that I drove through, uh, definitely a very large presence of LEOs, 
uh, from the Forest Service. Uh, multiple locations, lots of uh, law enforcement that I saw up through that whole entire area. Signed by a Bags resident, bear out the emergency manager's observation. About a dozen photos depict law enforcement officers in multiple vehicles on Monday working stretches of Route County Road 80, stopping and searching cars in the vicinity and gathering. Pictures also show vehicles packed into parking areas and garbage bags beginning to pile up. Julie McKinstry, Mayors of Bags, has documented the gathering as part of her mission to put a halt to the unsanctioned events on public lands. Mayor said she grew up near Missoula, Montana, and went to school in Bozeman. During that time, she said the rainbows trashed the forest, hiding behind their idealistic slogans of love and respect for the land. I've seen this happen over and over and over and over again. I mean, it was during my high school years, it seemed like just about every summer there was, you know, people fighting to get them to not be able to come to Montana for their gathering again. And it was just because they would trash every area that they went to. But yet, you'll read these Forest Service printouts that then say that they have done a decent job of cleaning up and restoring, but these areas are not ever the same. ...anniversary event, photographs, videos, and screenshots of chat rooms representatives do public relations work and make decisions on behalf of a group that claims it has no leaders. So there is a, you know, a small group of 10% of these people that are making the decisions. They meet at a spring council in the, in the spring to decide where they're going to hold their next meeting at. And, you know, they are the decision makers. And they're the ones that have also infiltrated the community chats um, in Craig and just immediately started doing PR work where they would, you know, oh, blessed are the weird people and, you know, put up all these posts. Like, you know, many, many different types of people come to these events and, you know, just, just trying to put in a good, a good word and also play a victim role at the same time has interrupted the quiet life of the residents who have cabins, properties, and even working ranches in the area. Mayor said ranchers have been forced to use horse trailers to move their cattle rather than trail them down to the usually sparsely traveled County Road 80. EMS was called to the scene Saturday after a car rolled, and despite the advertised USFS last weekend of the temporary closure of California Park, Mayor said she saw the gate to the rich natural resource area open on Monday. Mayor said lurking beneath the facade of the peaceful hippie vibe at the Rainbow Encampment is a feeling of danger. There's a feeling up there of it's it's not a good feeling. You know, they they all claim over and over and over again to come join us, you know, come up and 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 come be with us. But you get up there and it's you know, it's not inviting. It's not friendly. It's, it's just, it's, it feels like you're in a homeless encampment in a city is what it feels like. People are on their guard and, you know, even just driving around that circle, I had an 18-year-old, um, kind of an adopted child with me, and she goes, 
we're going to get killed. And, you know, I mean, it's just, there's not a, it's not a happy, peaceful feeling. According to Camp, Mayer said she spotted the recreational vehicle that was involved in the illegal dumping incident on US-40 two weeks ago. Mayer photographed the piles of garbage then and posted them online. She said she gave a report to the Moffat County Sheriff's Department. Since then, a dump site for rainbows has now been established just outside of Bags in Carbon County. The initial estimates that the golden anniversary gathering of the rainbows might attract 10,000 or more people have been scaled back. Lehman said he wasn't sure where Forest Service people were getting their intel, but the gathering may top out below 10,000. I did hear that they're now only anticipating a number of 7,000 as opposed to the 10 to 15, uh, which is great. Uh, so even if there's even somewhere between 7 and 10, that's certainly better than uh, 10 to 15. Carbon County Emergency Management Operations will be on standby status throughout the incident and will be able to provide assistance to Forest Service and Colorado agencies. Hey guys, so I did a thing this last weekend. On Sunday I went to the gas station and there was someone holding a sign saying Rainbow Gathering. And I've never been, uh, but have been curious as to how it works and what the people are like there. And so I offered him a ride, and we picked up a couple other travelers. We found out that just before you cross on to National Forest Lands, they had a whole ton of cops, some that had been to more rainbow gatherings than anyone else I've previously met. They are a task force, and they are there to intimidate and go through all of everyone's vehicles. They dug through my entire RV and completely trashed it. I did make it through, however. There are also things like this. So they literally sabotaged signs. There's one, and the other one's down there. They're now also threatening to send in CPS and start taking away children. I can tell you, I, I checked it out. They have a great little camp for kids. They have people looking out. They have it set up. Keeps them safe and away from any other shenanigans that might be happening, and it's fun. And these kids are getting to be free and have a blast. They're going to go in, possibly, and try and take the children? On an up note, I found out that there is kind of a celebrity, a presidential candidate, who just showed up. Uh, it's Vernon Supreme! I'm a very important hippie. I require a lot of
Ready for rainbows. Saratoga Town Council hears of potential impacts from rainbow gathering in Route County. June 30th, 2022, Saratoga Sun by Joshua Wood. At the 50th annual gathering of the Rainbow Family of Living Light, Rainbow Family, approaches its apex this weekend, entities in both Colorado and Wyoming are preparing for a potential influx of people. With an expected 10,000 people attending the annual gathering at Adams Park in Route County, according to the United States Forest Service, USFS, local and federal agencies are working in conjunction regarding the event. At the June 21st meeting of the Saratoga Town Council, Council Member Ben Spaulding and Saratoga Police Chief Ken Lair provided updates to the governing body following a meeting with the USFS. I think it's just more or less to keep the town updated and the council updated on things that are going to be going on with that, said Spaulding. The Forest Service for Colorado has been basically looking at this situation as an incident and treating it as such, meaning whether it be a forest fire or a large incident, they're going to be establishing certain guidelines and protocols. According to Spaulding, one concern raised by Lenny Lehman, Carbon County Emergency Manager during the meeting, was evacuation of the gathering in the event of a fire. Lehman initially voiced this concern to the Board of Carbon County Commissioners on May 3rd. Because Carbon County borders Route County, a major concern in the event of a disaster such as a fire or flood will be whether Saratoga could sustain such a high number of people. Blair told the council he was already working with Lehman on what steps could be taken to prepare the town of Saratoga for a large influx of people in the event of an evacuation. Balding expressed his concern about how the police department would enforce the town of Saratoga's no-camping law in the event of rainbow refugees from a fire or flood. I'd assume that you're probably working with the county on some of this stuff for extra support, Spaulding said. We've got a kind of a plan where we could put an overflow of people, the high school, the community center. They've got resources as well, Lair said. They've got a mobile command center they can bring down. There's bedding they've got access to that they can bring in. Chief said the most the town of Saratoga would be able to take in would be 1,500 people, approximately 10% of the expected gathering size. In the event that something would happen, they would probably close down some of the roads going into Saratoga, pushing some of those members down to Craig, Colorado, said Spaulding. There's a lot of volunteer effort here, and calling in that volunteer effort in, we can't really sustain a lot of the influx of people, so by pushing them down to Craig, it kind of keeps them within Colorado. Barring any kind of natural disaster, uh, Lair said, he believed the biggest impact his department and the town would experience would be with the hot pool. I think the big impact is going to be next weekend when people are traveling up there and when they come back, said Lair. The hot pool. It seems like everybody has to stop and hit that. Not everybody going to come this way, but I see that probably as being a direct impact with us is probably the amount of traffic in town. The potential rainbow gathering traffic would coincide with the influx of traffic already seen in Saratoga during the Independence Day weekend. On June 25th, four days after the Saratoga Town Council meeting, the USFS announced temporary closure area area closure in California Park just south of the location of the Rainbow Gathering due to the high probability of excessive public use. This is one of the forest management tools we have available to utilize during times of extreme circumstance, said Forest Supervisor Russ Bacon in a press release from the USFS. Closing portions of the forest is not something we take lightly. In this case, though, it is the right thing to do. 
peak of the Rainbow Gathering is expected to occur on July 4th and begin to disperse I'm following rising. the holiday. I made a video about the Rainbow Family Gathering I will be going into today. And so this question was, may I ask how you got involved slash invited? Rainbow Gathering has been calling to me so much, just not sure how to get connected. So make sure you go visit the website that is www.welcomehome.org. That's where you can like the location that they release literally like the month of or something like that so you're gonna have to just get involved in the communities and start getting informed on what the details are leading up to this gathering so i'm personally invited by my uncle who has gone for the last eight years so i'm kind of just flowing in with him and then i'll explore the gathering when i get there but yeah i'm really excited to see all the friends new friends, soul friends I've already connected with, and I hope you get to get a chance to go.
Route County Road 82 closed, cutting off suggested route to Rainbow Gathering. Update. Route County Road 82 reopens. Steamboat pilot in today, June 30th, 2022, by Shelby Riarden. Editor's note, this story will be updated as more information becomes available. This story was updated at 11 a.m. on July 1st to reflect the opening of County Road 82. This story was updated at 4.50 p.m. June 30th to indicate the work on County Road 80 concluded and would no longer affect travelers using the road as an alternate route. This story was updated at 1.45 p.m. June 30th to include a statement from the U.S. Forest Service. Route County Road 82, which is along the suggested route to the Rainbow Gathering in North Route County, has reopened as the stuck vehicles have been removed and conditions have improved, according to a release from the county. This is a minimal maintenance dirt road that can become impassable with the amount of rain that area has seen, said Public Works Director Mike Morty in the release. The road will remain open, weather permitting. Route County Road 82 closed to traffic due to current road conditions on Thursday, June 30th, according to a release from Route County.